You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's been a little bit since we've had this guy on the show, and like many of the guests we've had on this week, when we hear this voice, it means football season is on nigh. And how great is that? And, and I say this on air. I say it off air. Um, one of the only sports podcasts that I listen to outside of stuff from the BetQL network are the Establish the Run NFL shows. I'm a huge fantasy football fan, as our audience knows. And I think they do an unbelievable job on Establish the Run, breaking down fantasy football. Subscribe to the site as well. So always great to have one of the co-founders of that site, one of the hosts of the Establish the Run NFL podcast, our pal Evan Silva on the show right now to break down some National Football League us with us here on You Better You Bet on Twitter at Evan Silva. Evan, welcome back to the show. Hope the summer has treated you great. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? What's up, guys? I'm doing really, really well. Hey, uh, just before we get started, um, I want to say if anybody's playing preseason DFS tonight, uh, I've heard that uh, for the um, for the, the Hall of Fame game, um, I've heard that Israel Abinikanda, the Jets' fifth-round pick, a lot of long speed, uh, and Dalen Baldwin, uh, a Brown second-year wide receiver out of Michigan, those guys are going to get a ton of run. So if anybody's playing that, that preseason DFS, I would have those two guys locked into lineups. I mean, welcome back. I mean, that was right. If anybody's playing, if anybody's playing a Hall of Fame game DFS, which by the way, a lot of people probably are because it's football and it's DFS. Uh, here's two players I've never heard of who are going to play a lot. So we're already starting oh, with really good advice. The, the fifth, he's the fifth round running back from Pitt. Like we've, we've talked about him a lot over this offseason. Oh, actually, I know who I do know. Now that you said he's from Pitt, I know who that is. Yeah, he was really good last year. I remember that when I when I was winning on their win total under, he was exceptional. Uh, Evan, do you, do you have a betting? I mean. The, the answer can be no, because you just gave us really good DFS stuff there for people who play that. Do you have a betting thought on the game? Like Zach Wilson versus Kellen Mond. The Jets are a small favorite. Uh, they're about two everywhere. They're two at MGM. It's a very low total because it's a preseason game. 33 and a half. Any thought at all about how the game's going to play out? Maybe just throw a couple bucks on the game? You know, I have heard some analysts say that betting on preseason games can be profitable. And I don't, I still kind of don't understand that. So um, I don't know, like, how do you bet on a preseason game? Are you going to bet on the quarterbacks? I don't like either of these quarterbacks. I mean, Zach Wilson stinks. Kellen Mond, I mean, he wasn't even good in college. So I, I don't know. I mean, do you, do you guys have any leans? I, I do not. I, I, I bet the Jets a couple weeks ago when they were dogs because, like, I, I felt like Mon was going to start. And Chris Streveler was one of, like, the great preseason quarterbacks of all time last year. He'll probably play, like, the entire second half for the Jets, and he can run a little bit. Like, wait, I think we, we've talked about Chris Streveler on the show. I like the Jets a little bit. Lean towards the over. We'll give you our full thoughts on the game coming up next hour in the power hour of the show. Evan, I'll give you a generic one to start. Um, I know you guys are, like, breaking everything down on Establish the Run. Um, anywhere you want to take it. Something that you really like heading into this football season could be like a win total over 
or under. Could be an award market, Super Bowl, division. Something that Evan Silva really likes right now on August 3rd is the season um, about five weeks away. I really like Alexander Madison to have a big season for the Vikings. Dalvin Cook leaves behind just a ton of opportunity. Um, and I think the coaching staff there loves Alexander Madison. He's not really a long run back. So if you look at his like historical yards per carry averages, they're not going to be super high. He ran four, six, seven coming out of college, but he's going to play a ton in an offense that is going to score a lot of points. Last year, the Vikings were number nine in the NFL in points scored. Um, he can catch passes. They love him as a pass blocker, uh, and he's 221 pounds. He's built to score at the goal line. I actually bet him 41 to lead the NFL in rushing. I would look at him to maybe lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns, um, and I, I'm drafting the heck out of him in fantasy. I, I've got him in my rankings way above his ADP. Uh, so if, if you're using the, the established to run top 150, you're, like, you're going to get Alexander Madison in your drafts. That's some good thoughts there and even some betting applications, not just fantasy on like if Alexander Madison has a huge season and for people who are like, are those, are those markets that you can find? Like, I don't know if MGM has them off the top of my head. I think they do, but like leading rushing yards, most rushing touchdowns, those are all things that exist. There's probably even a, a rushing player prop for him everywhere, including MGM with the yards attached to it. So that would just be uh, like a couple of ways to, to apply that. Evan, part of, part of that, part of that analysis kind of speaks to like what you do, like player driven analysis. There's a, a trio of quarterbacks. We've done this a lot on our show, but I, I actually think it's like, for me, one of the most interesting things coming into this season, there are three quarterbacks who are playing on teams who have kind of win totals around 500 or less. And we really have no idea. None of them are rookies. And we have no idea, really, if any of them are good. We're not quite sure. And a lot of people like one or two or all of these teams or have strong opinions. So Jordan Love and the Packers, Desmond Ritter and the Falcons, Sam Howell and the Commanders, all not rookies, all kind of have maybe a little upside. I think people have all talked themselves into all of them or one of them. Do you have one of those three that you have a strong opinion about, Ritter, Love, or Howell, and how you think they'll play this year? Well, Jordan Love was not even good at Utah State. Um, and if you look at the supporting cast in Green Bay right now, especially like David Bakhtiari, like you, you can't rely on him to stay healthy at this point. Um, it looks like they're going to be starting Romeo Dobbs, and Jaden Reed at receiver alongside Christian Watson, their two tight ends are rookies. So I, I just don't think that he's really set up for success at all. And I, I have major question marks about him as a player. Desmond Ritter in Atlanta, like they're going to compete for the league lead in rushing attempts. So I think they're going to try to kind of hide him. I, I think that they actually do really like him, but the way that that team is built, like their offensive line, and they, they supplemented it with uh, Matthew Bergeron, who they drafted in the second-round pick. It's like a power-blocking offensive line. Obviously, they use the number eight overall pick on Bijan Robinson. They bring back Tyler Algier, who ran for over 1,000 yards last year as a rookie, broke the Falcons' rookie rushing record. They're just get, and, they, and they also are bringing back uh, CPAC, Cordero Patterson. Um, they're just going to run the absolute crap out of the ball. So Desmond Ritter is um, – is not really, you know, someone that I'm, I would be super excited about. I think Sam Howell can, can do some things, though. 
They're bringing back Jahan Dotson, Terry McCorrin. Logan Thomas is going to be back healthy. Uh, and, and Sam Howell has got some athleticism. So although I think he was, yeah, he was the lowest drafted of those three. He's a fifth-round pick out of North Carolina. I, I like Sam Howell uh, to have maybe a, a sneaky, you know, uh, two-quarterback league season um, and, and, you know, do some fun things in, in the Washington offense. Uh, you you couldn't see uh, my co-host Ken Barkley, oh, yeah. but pump, pumping his fist off camera here because Ken's got a win total over on the Washington Commanders for the season with slinging Sam Howell at the quarterback position. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. We're talking the National Football League here on a tremendous football Thursday with the great Evan Silva from Establish the Run. Evan is on Twitter at Evan Silva. Evan, I think the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson and company, extremely interesting this year as they kind of shift in offensive philosophy. Todd Monken coming over, probably going to throw the ball more. Lamar telling you they're going to throw the ball more this year. Maybe he's going to run a little less. Ravens win total right now sitting at nine and a half, projected to be one of the best teams in the AFC, one of the seven playoff teams out of that conference. What do you think we'll see this year from this Ravens offense? Like, like are you bullish on Lamar Jackson having a big season? Yes, absolutely. And I bet the over on that win total. It's a little bit scary because that division, the AFC North, is kind of loaded. Um, and, I mean, the, the schedule is just not forgiving for Baltimore. But I think that the shift to Todd Monken, it's not, it's not just that they're going to throw the ball with more volume, but I think that they're going to be a lot more productive when they, and efficient when they do throw it. Todd Monken has had success pretty much everywhere that he has been at both the college and pro levels there. And, and now the Ravens are like really deep at not only wide receiver, but also tight end. Isaiah likely showed a lot as a rookie tight end out of uh, coastal Carolina, rookie number two tight end. Obviously Mark Andrews, one of the best tight ends in the league. Um, you know, but the, the depth of their Rashad Bateman should be healthy for week one. He's on PUP right now. Um, Zay Flowers has been tearing up training camp. Uh, Odell's looking good. And even Nelson Aguilar, you know, their number four wide receiver, I think that he would be a quality number three receiver on like half the teams in the league. So they have the depth to play spread offense. Todd Monken comes from the air raid background. They're going to spread it out. They're going to be more efficient passing. They're going to space the field. And that's going to make Lamar Jackson even more productive as a runner. I think they're going to score a ton of points. I actually have Lamar Jackson ahead of Patrick Mahomes in my quarterback rankings. Evan, speaking of quarterbacks, what are maybe some of your projections or some of your thoughts on the rookies who we might see start right out of the gate? Obviously, Bryce Young's going to start number one overall pick for Carolina. C.J. Stroud figures to be the week one starter for Houston. Seems more and more likely that Anthony Richardson is going to be the week one starter for the Indianapolis Colts. We can kind of put Will Levis to the side for the second. Seems like maybe Tannehill's going to start week one. Maybe Levis plays eventually, but especially those three, Young, Stroud, and Richardson at their respective places, low win totals for all those teams. Could you see one of them kind of exceeding expectations right out of the gate? How do you feel about the rookies? Yeah, I mean, Bryce Young under the direction of uh, Frank Reich, I think, is is largely positioned to succeed. It's just that team, you know, the it's just, it, it, they're still in rebuild mode. Um, the Texans, I think, are a little bit closer to competing, um, and especially in that division, uh, I think that they potentially could compete. I still don't see either of those guys having, like, real big rookie years. I, I could envision that for Anthony Richardson uh, under Shane Steichen, but again, major supporting 
broadcast concerns in Indianapolis. I mean, they've got two really big holes on their offensive line at left tackle and right guard. And, you know, Michael Pittman is a, a really nice big possession receiver, but they, they don't have a, a whole lot else uh, at wide receiver or, or tight end. So, and, and now they've got this, this, you know, this big problem with Jim Ursay, who created this big problem with Jonathan Taylor. So uh, it's, I, I think it's, it's going to be a, a, a difficult rookie season, for, probably for all three of those guys uh, to an extent. Evan, let's close with this. We have about a minute to go. I remember last summer, you were one of like, the, which is crazy to say in retrospect, but I feel like you were one of the only people that was really like pounding the table for Travis Kelsey to be like a top 10 pick in fantasy drafts. And you were so bullish on him. I took him in a couple of my leagues. I won my home league basically up because I drafted Travis Kelsey in the top 10. Give us something to close here, like that you feel like you're a little contrarian on as it concerns fantasy football, like a guy that you like that maybe other people don't or vice versa. We have about one minute to go for this answer. I would say that I think that Justin Fields like can compete for NFL MVP. I love what they've done on the offensive line, you know, using the first round pick on Darnell Wright, getting Nate Davis, who's a butt kicker in the trenches to solidify right guard. Um, They stole Braxton Jones in the fifth round out of Southern Utah last year. He was really good as a rookie. I would expect him to improve. Uh, And then their acquisition of DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney, is now healthy. Cole Komet coming off a breakout season. I, I, you know, and we saw how dynamic Justin Fields could be as a runner last year. I think we see him take a big step as a passer. I took the over on the Bears win total at seven and a half. And I, I like, I like betting on them to win the division. Um, I don't, I don't really see, I don't, none of the other teams in the division scare me. The Lions are, I think are pretty good. But other than that, I mean, the Packers are in rebuild mode. And the Vikings' defense is going to be a huge problem. So I think that the Bears can, can have success here uh, in, uh, in the second year of Matt Eberflus. I absolutely love it. Evan, you're the best. We sincerely appreciate it. Want everyone to check out the Established the Run NFL podcast with Evan and Adam Levitan, and they have a bunch of guests on also. The show is great. It'll get you ready for your fantasy football drafts. Gets me ready every summer. And check out EstablishTheRun.com. Evan, we sincerely appreciate it. Uh, I would say enjoy the rest of your summer, but like football's back. I guess it's kind of over for all of us, man. But thank you very much for coming on. Stay well. We'll talk to you down the line. Thanks, guys. Evan Silva joining us here on You Better, You Bet. I don't know about the Fields MVP, but I do think Fields could have a monster statistical season. That I definitely agree with. I don't well, want yeah, we, the Bears we, winning a million games. Yeah, but I mean, I think the what that speaks to, and we've had so many guests on who have talked about this. I mean, if you just... You know, a lot of the divisions, you're going to open it up. You're going to see a pretty big favorite. You know, the Eagles are a pretty big favorite to, to win the NFC East. Things seem set in a couple of the divisions. There's like a, a a legitimate team at the top. Just handicapping the NFC North is just like a really fun exercise. You can find yourself really, and I, I say this as somebody who's bet the Bears win total under aggressively, but you can really like find yourself making a case for all four teams and like being excited to bet into that market. 